0: Listening to The Fret Files, the Guitar
1: Workshop Podcast with Eric Daw. Send in your question or comment. To participate in the show, you can text or call 757 774 8482. Or to email the show, you can go to my website, ericdaw.com. That's E R I C D A W.com. Click the contact link and send your question or comment there. We'll use it as part of the show. Indeed, welcome to the Fret Files Podcast. My name is Eric Daw. I restore, build, and repair guitars for a living, but you know that. Mm. Today's
2: co-host is my buddy, Nat. Hello. Howdy. Man. Howdy, Nat. Oh, thank you for welcoming me. Greetings. I will read the listener's submitted questions, and Eric will try to answer them the best he can, drawing yep. on his experience I will. as a professional luthier, mm-hmm. besides... <laughs> a uh, succinct and snappy new intro. What's on your bench lately, Eric? Oh, well,
1: let's see. What is on my bench? I'm trying to think. Uh, a bunch of fret work, some pickup rewinds. Oh, vintage, yeah. special, tricky ones. Yeah. Uh, Nothing too spectacular. I finished two custom guitars, and I wait to wire them because I want the cu- the customer to be able to choose what kind of wiring they want. Oh so
2: right, right. I wired those this week and sending them out. And what was chosen, if I may ask?
1: Uh, five way. I like it. Uh, custom wiring with the uh, humbucker setting. The Def Eddie. Yep. five way. That's one of my. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to put this book together, was to, so that I could tell customers, okay, pick which wiring you want. Would out you of the care, book. Yeah.
2: Would you care for the Def Eddie? Yeah. Would you? And that's, I guess I have the deaf Eddie then, five way.
1: And the other thing that is great about having that book is that I don't have to reach for my binder of schematics as often. Yeah, with stuff which falling out. E- exactly. It's like loose leaf, you know, uh, three ring. Trapper keeper. Binder with hand drawn schematics from mm-hmm. 20 years ago. And it's kind of falling apart. So I don't have to reach for that. I can just reach for my little bench copy of yeah. my book. Concise desk reference manual. I know right where the schematic is. It's easy to read. It's great. I don't have to read my bad handwriting from 12 years ago Mm -hmm. and chicken scratch notations.
2: Yeah, you got them great uh,
1: line drawings. And you too could have a copy on your bench. Go to solidsoundbook.com. I like it. And uh, order a copy. Or maybe there's a, a guitar wiring fanatic in your life who needs a copy for Christmas. I was gonna ask if you could get it there for Christmas. It's almost too late. If you if you live outside of the United States, forget about it. Well, forget about. It. I got a guy in the UK who ordered one about three weeks ago, and he emailed me today going, "Hey, where's my book, man? Yeah, I need it for Boxing Day or whatever the heck." And I don't know where his book is. I don't. I don't have any control over the post office. They give yeah. you a. They give you a tracking number for these international things. It's a ruse, but it is so. It's it is just it throws useless, you off the scent. yep just completely useless yeah. it'll say things like in transit <laughs> yeah. like oh thanks well that's surprising well that's better than not in yeah. transit cuz yeah. that's where where i think it is is mm. not in transit
2: in further transit well it's wending its way good luck or it'll say it'll say uh, arrived at customs oh yeah now it's languishing oh. Yeah, it's just yeah. going to
1: sit there while somebody it's in timeout. Right. Yeah. Right, right. It's in like in quarantine. It is. But well, they they got one guy in there just eating a sandwich and he's got to... he'll get to it next. It's all uh, lost and forlorn. Next May he'll get to it. Poor little thing. So, if you're if if you're outside the United States and you ordered a book, be patient. They are coming, I swear. But I don't have any control over the post. Is that what they call it? The post? I think they do in other countries, yes. Yeah. We should call it that here. Uh yes indeed. Welcome to the Fret Files <laughs> podcast. We have a call to take. Let's do that, shall we? I'll do oh, it. by the way, I want to say there will be no show on the 1st of January. Traditionally, I take uh that time of the holidays off. So Little winter sabbatical. Yeah, come huh? on. I mean I need a break, man. Oh. Give me a break. All right. Got a call here, I believe it is from my buddy Rhett at Rhett's, Rhett's Fretz. In Nashville. Yep. Yeah. If your name rhymes with Frets and you're a luthier,
2: you're awesome. You gotta you gotta capitalize on that. Nominative destiny.
0: Hey Eric, this is Rhett from Rhett's Frets. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought your book, and um, I would say for $22, the amount of money that I'm going to make off of your knowledge, oh, both. I mean, it's well worth it to me. Um, I personally, in my own Telecaster, I did the four-way series wiring, so position one through four, one through three are just the normal Telecaster, mm-hmm. and then position four gives you the two pickups wired in series, so sure. essentially a humbucker, but... Um, I do want to let everybody know, this is not your typical humbucker. Mm. Um, it sounds like a telecaster still, just if you took, gave it a little bit more juice, a little bit more thickness, and maybe took out some of like the snappy. Oh, I don't know how you describe it. Uh, the, zing, kind of the trebling. Twang. Yeah. That. Spank.
2: Yeah. That. Um, it's really
0: useful right, yeah. for soloing especially if you're playing something up on an up on the higher register, um, just because it cuts a lot of those really shrill highs mm-hmm. and then brings up some of the low end. So you get like some fuller notes with high notes. Um, so I really loved it and I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to, uh, install it in some more people's guitars. But right thank you so much, my man.
1: Thank you, Rat, coming in from Nashville. He, uh, he um, messaged me and said that he met, he left that voicemail, so I knew it was him. And there was only one voicemail. And he also said, if you go to his Instagram, he has a demo video of that four way switch.
2: Oh hey! That he
1: uh, that he put there on the old Instagram with I the think audio, it's, huh? Yeah, I think it's Reds Frets LLC. At, Surely at Instagram. It. I don't Not know. The deal? Oh, you go. What do you do? You say at at Frets LLC. I'm getting no, the hang of it.
2: I wouldn't know. Oh, is that a real thing?
1: He said it's a uh, good sound, not really necessarily exactly like a humbucker, but more like a Telecaster, but more juice, juicier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and more thickness. That's what yeah. he said, which that's going to be my motto for 2023. Yeah, juicier, more thick. Juicier and more thickness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I try to live yeah. my life
2: but Purp- are just perfect for single note lines. Juicy thickness. You're about juicy thickness. I'm, I'm
1: all about the juicy thickness.
2: Well, that's I, good. New year, new you. I gotta say, I went to the bank today.
1: Oh, and they get a candy cane. The guy looked at my pants. Oh no, this wasn't at the bank. This was at the uh, at the piano gallery.
2: Oh, at the, the guitar store, The
1: fancy he piano place. Looked at my pants and he goes, "I gotta say, <laughs> you're just looking real fly." Today <laughs> I have these bright orange corduroys that yeah. I just wear them because they make me happy. I That's don't know. your power color. But I said, well, when it's so dreary in the winter like this, I try to wear clothes that are nice and bright and radiate, mm-hmm. you know, so that maybe I can get some vitamin D from
2: just there from my clothes being so bright. Shine it. Would have been a cool place to put a period after I try to wear clothes, but wasn't my speech. Clearly I have nothing
1: to say. I'm talking about my <laughs> my pants. Oh, those are good pants though. <laughs> I was just looking, looking down at him and I thought about it.
2: I don't know. Well, you need people need to be informed. It's something you can do to overcome the sad seasonal affective disorder. It's pretty mm. it has been. Boy, there's been a lot more snow up here at Lake Wobegon than we've had in past years. It really is. It's Coming, been, it's been substantial thing. and yeah. frequent.
1: I'm glad I've got my f- four-wheeler ATV with the snow blade on
2: it. Yeah, the push blade. I got, It's great. I got one shoulder that I really want to shovel snow with. And I try to switch off, but man. Yeah. It's hard to do. Yep, it is. It's gonna, been good. You're going to end up with a bad case of snow shoulder. I I could. I try to switch off. It's important. All
1: right, let's. Uh, shall thank we... you, Retz Fretz. Yeah, thank you
2: very much, Retz Fretz. If
1: I were faster at pushing buttons, yeah, you, there would there be a, a good one. There would be a noise here. Isn't there a fairly like new this.
2: one? Now nah, we're gonna do this. Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. On the subject of wax on screws. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, there's there's no greeting. It's just it goes. Straight in like a scientific paper. Wax on, wax off. Yep, that's the way to do it. I learned the importance of this from my dad's wooden boat business. This is going to be so good. Maybe. All right. (laughs) Healthy skepticism is probably warranted. Wooden boats that are meant to be used in fresh water use brass fasteners, screws, Mm -hmm. nuts and bolts, nails, tacks, rivets. I wish he could have continued that indefinitely because... Steel that's in constant contact with wet wood will rust away in no time. Okay, sure. Brass hmm. is strong. Yeah, now this is so we're getting to wax. Brass is strong, but it's softer than steel and brittle. Hmm. When you turn, it can be both soft and brittle. See how that ductile stuff works? When you turn a screw into wood, there's two. If there's too much friction in the hole, you'll twist the head right off the screw. Sure. Yep, it can happen. Yeah. So, before my dad screwed in a brass wood screw, he'd dip it in a can of paste wax. Nice. I think my dad used... I bet his dad smoked a pipe and had a really cool wool buffalo check jacket. This, mean, this is a classic dude. This is an aside from Nat, by the way. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was really going to rededicate myself to not doing that. All right. I'll, I, I'll go back. I apologize. Unattributed. Um, oh, it is attributed. Um, anyway. Back to the question. Yeah, here (laughs) here we are. Dipped it in a can of paste wax. I think my dad used the same can of Minwax for 30 years. Very good. Yeah, that's awesome. There There was lots of sawdust and shavings in the can. The cover was long gone. Oh, wow. Man, this is evocative. Yeah. This is good. It's a bygone era essay. I put wax on wood screws still, whatever metal they're made from, so that they go in smooth and predictably. Sure. Like... When I screw on a neck. Yeah, that is an an interesting interface right there. That's a great application in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't screw in enough screws to keep an open dusty can of paste wax. I have an old candle. I rub the screw threads on the candle, then soften up the wax a little bit by rolling the screw around between my finger and thumb. Good enough. Mm -hmm. And that's what I know about screws and wax. All right. John M. from North Bergen, New Jersey. Man, that was like some Robert Frost that was towards great. the end. That was great. I think, uh, yeah. This is wonderful. This, this is,
1: yeah, we're going to publish this.
2: <clears throat> I'm going to put a star by that one. Thank you, John Pretty M.
1: Good. It's great. I really do recommend using uh, wax on wood screws. You know, his comment about the head twisting right off, too. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen on... Uh, the little screws that the that you use to put on Cluson uh, style tuners. Oh, I bet, yeah. Because they're just little, and you're screwing them into, you know, maple, rock hard maple. Yeah. And if you don't have everything just right, you know, if if the pilot hole is too narrow, if you don't have wax on there, or if you're using, depending on depending on the brand of tuner. Some of those come with a little bit better screws than others. Yeah. Hmm. I. But, yeah, if it's a kind of a cheap screw and the hole's too tight, yeah, the, the head will just snap right off of there. Yeah. And if the screw's almost all the way in, well, you've got a real problem now. <laughs>
2: <Because laughs> you have to extract it, and that's ugly with a tiny, 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 a,
1: tiny Yeah, one. there's a broken-off screw right where you needed there to be a hole with no screw in it. And a
2: lever. With which to. Bad news. It. Bad yeah. news. So wax those screws. Yeah. Wax them up. Don't over torque it initially. Hey, that's a great one. Well done. I'm going to try another one. By the way, if you want better screws, I like to order
1: stainless steel screws from Blacksmith Bolt and Rivet Supply. Oh. Yeah. Blacksmith Bolt and Rivet Supply. Insider com. tip. Yeah. I've never heard of that. They sell all manner of screws, but they have. All the screws you'd need for a a standard Fender or Gibson guitar.
2: Hey. Blacksmith bolt. That's a good tip. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi, Eric. Hi. Hope you're doing well.
1: Hi to you too, Nat. He didn't mention this in his (laughs) question, but I'm saying it.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Uh, I didn't even feel left out. It was just fine. I was discussing pickup characteristics with a trusted pickup winder that I know. These guys are a lot cooler than we are. All of them so far. And he mentioned that different magnet types have little impact on the overall tone of a pickup. The only properties that different types of Alnico have are their capacity to hold more charge over one or the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As an example, A5, that's Alnico 5, has the ability to be charged higher than than an A2, Alnico 2. You, I hope he tells us those formulations, but I don't think he does. But an A5 magnet can be charged in a way that equals the amount of charge in an A2 magnet. The only difference is that you would charge an A5 magnet a lot less than an A2 for them to be equal in impact to the overall tone. If this is true, then is the idea of preferring the sound of one magnet over another pickup building just a oh is it building just a bunch of marketing mumbo jumbo? Or is there more to it than that? What are your thoughts? Joe F. In Sydney, Australia. Yes, Joe. I think you're on to something there. The yeah, that
1: is the the main difference between the different grades of Alnico, is, uh, how much they're able to hold a magnetic charge, which is measured in Gauss. Ga, yeah yeah yeah.
2: Not what about Teslas?
1: I don't know what Teslas. And Henrys. Measure. No. All right. No, there's no Henrys or Farads or. <laughs> that's
2: gauss Gauss, so
1: yeah alnico five is the strongest that I'm aware of of the alnico magnets, and every time I've used alnico two or alnico three or something different uh the the end result to me is it just sounds like a weaker pickup, mm-hmm. which I don't like, you know, especially if you a b them. You know, two identical or similar guitars, one with Alnico 5 and one with Alnico 2. Uh, the Alnico 2 to me just sounds kind of anemic. It doesn't have as mm-hmm. much presence. It doesn't have as much volume. It doesn't have um, just as much. It just doesn't have as much. Yep. It's just like a kind of a quieter, wimpier version which I don't know why you want. I don't know why you would want that. I really don't. I don't understand why guys and I it, I understand that it's historically accurate on some for, pickups for some kind of authenticity. But every time I've put uh magnets to the Pepsi challenge uh, on, oh, yeah. you know, one versus the other, Alnico 5 just blows everything else away. So I I don't make pickups with other grades of Elnico unless somebody really, really, really
2: begs me to do it. Somebody insists. Well, you're going to prefer the louder thing most of the time. Well... That's for sure. You're saying all things equal? If you could equalize the absolute volume? Yeah, I mean, It would still sound different, maybe? It's a fuller... Yeah. It It's sending more signal to your amp, which certainly would impact the way the so not just the the pickup per se in isolation, yeah. but interaction with that amp. Was it's huge. He, it's huge. It's key yeah. especially when you you know Burley
1: signaled guys, first. guys like us, and listeners yeah. to this podcast, and 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 ladies who all use tube amps, right? Of course we do. Who listens? To, who listening
2: to this show uses a solid state, or amp? has ever brought a solid state amp to a show? I mean, maybe maybe you have. Maybe you have.
1: and if you, well, well, yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> okay, come clean. And I've been thinking They'd about a Roland jazz chorus. I know. You know, you, they're kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, if you're going to use an Alnico 2, in my mind, it's kind of like an Alnico 5 pickup with a resistor across the lugs of your jack. With a really long cable like, or something. That, yeah, it's like, why... Why attenuate what's already good, man? There you go. I don't think there's huge, like, over like characteristic, like, e- you know, EQ differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tone shaping stuff. Yeah. I don't think there is. So that's to really answer your question there, Joe. Joe in Sydney, where it's, it's summer right now in Sydney. Oh, yeah, they're loving it. Think about that. They got Sandy hats on them, it's kangaroos. Weird, and... It's like time travel. Yeah, it is. It's upside down world. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back.
2: After these messages, will be right
1: You know, playersgearmusic.com is the go-to place for neck heating irons or neck presses. We've been telling you about that for a long time, but you should really check out his effects pedals. Go to playersgearmusic.com. Rick over there makes custom guitar pedals, and he makes all kinds. They're so unique. Check them out. Uh, Distortion pedals, boosts, fuzz pedals... And sometimes they're in really unique um, containers. Sometimes they're uh, painted wild. you got to check it out. Playersgearmusic.com. While you're there, look up the neck heating irons that he sells. It's the only place on earth that I'm aware of you can still buy one. And it's essential. It's essential in my shop. I use mine all the time. Playersgearmusic.com. Check it out. This episode of the Fret Files podcast is brought to you by Apex Coffee Roasters. Based in Waco, Texas, Apex Coffee Roasters searches the globe for the best coffee beans available, roasting them in-house to unlock the natural aromas and flavors that make each cup an individual experience. Order Apex Coffee online. Fret Files listeners can use the promo code PINUP at checkout to receive 10% off from ApexCoffeeRoasters.com. Hey, life happens. Coffee helps. Apex
2: Coffee Roasters. Dot com. It's good stuff. Hi, Eric and Nat. Hello, and happy holidays. I have a question for Eric, as he seems to know quite a bit about out of phase and other similar tones that can be achieved with a T-style tea, tea guitar. I'm sure you are familiar with Johnny Burnett and the Rock and Roll Trio. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows Johnny Burnett, don't they? On two songs in particular, Honey Hush... And the train kept a-rolling. Hey, those are familiar. Someone is getting a super honky and slinky electric guitar sound. I've never heard anywhere else. Hmm. I'll assume it's on a Telecaster and a 50s amp of some sort. Do you know what they are doing to achieve this sound? It's super cool, and I've not been able to duplicate it. Not that I've tried too hard either. Hmm. I'm curious if you know. Thanks, Zach in Seattle Do well, we know him? Oh yeah, that's my buddy Zach Everybody knows Zach Alright,
1: let's, let's hear a little sample Johnny Burnett Oh,
2: are you ready? This is awesome
1: Yeah, oh yeah. It, hit we're going to play a little sample yeah, I can't here Can't wait I mean, that's pretty wicked tone uh, that's, Yeah, he's got the old Marty Robbins on let, that Let me boost up the volume here And we'll play that play that little section again here yeah, I mean, that to me sounds like an out-of-phase setting
2: Yeah, um, and picking near the, near the bridge, picking, maybe Yes,
1: exactly, picking near the bridge on the low string uh, Yeah With the out-of-phase
2: setting, absolutely Dwayne Eddyish, is that recorded in Sun Studio? Oh, I have no idea It says it's on,
1: uh, it says
2: MCA Choral it was cool with the that really high pitched or not high pitched i mean the the uh high frequency acoustic guitar and the cool snare and what, what was the other song he cracking. said uh train kept a rollin oh, that was it. honey hush or was that train kept a rollin and we're looking for honey hush no that was that was honey hush really
1: he didn't say honey
2: hush once that's Maybe. here to, well i didn't play the words <laughs> here's a train kept a
1: rollin uh oh yeah. I met her name.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's ripping. Man, the parents must have been incensed about the level of delinquency coming out of this guy.
1: I got to say this reminds me of I mean, I've heard this before and it's great, but uh have you ever heard the Dread Zeppelin version? Mm, It's fabulous. If, no anybody who knows who Dred zeppelin is I I'm not going to about him on the deal yeah, episode know. 1 something I know I'm obsessed with Dred zeppelin Yeah Uh Yeah this to me it sounds like uh an out of phase telecaster with two pickups going at the same time Listen to uh a lot of Steve Cropper sounds like that too and he's got you know a, I think it's a late 50s or early 60s telly and he's uh Somebody's changed the wiring on there cuz for hmm. sure he's getting he's getting out of phase sounds. Huh? Yeah, I mean especially like if you think about uh Oh, let me find the song here. Um and I've heard that because you know the original wiring you couldn't get both pickups at the same time. And so some of them, I guess, left the factory with the pickups out of phase. But you wouldn't know it because there was no way to get both pickups. No,
2: no detent or with, with, stop
1: there. Yeah, with the way it's wired. So once you rewire it, then you discover they're out of phase. But check out his tone here. This is, this is hip hugger. Yep. Booker T in the MGs. Oh.
2: That's what I'm talking about. That's what... So, why don't we sound like that? There's a, oh, well... I need to take the front head off my bass drum. Maybe that drummer, he might be my favorite drummer
1: in the world. Yeah. Is it Al Jackson? Jo-
2: oh, Al Jackson. And you know, I've got the same kind of snare drum that he plays. Really? Yeah. That, um, uh, super 400, whatever it is that he's yeah. all over
1: everything on the stacks label. Yeah. He's on Albert King records, Booker T and the MGs house band, uh, Otis Redding. He's even all he's even on uh a lot of uh uh, uh what's his name? Al Green. He's he's the drummer oh, yeah? on, on a lot of Al Green records. Yeah. yeah. I love his drumming, That's man. Pretty he's cool. Maybe my favorite drummer. Anyway, was there a question?
2: Yep. We were talking about them slinky sounds and you said, "Hey, listen to this." This oh, is yeah. uh interesting that there wasn't easy to get these sounds at the time and you suspect that Steve Cropper was having it purposely rewired or chanced upon.
1: Yeah, probably
2: just rewired.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, it's hard to say. I don't know, but mm. certainly rewired, a lot of guys rewired their telecasters so that you could get both pickups on at the same time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's pretty neat.
1: Because they didn't come up with that modern wiring up until 1967. So the first, you know, fifteen years of Telecasters
2: really were, yeah, you couldn't get long both. Time. Yeah, you couldn't get both pickups. Alrighty, I might need a little guidance through this one. I'm going to try another one. Thank you, Zach. Now this is from Crash in Ohio.
1: Oh, so yeah, I didn't have a ton of questions for this episode, but my buddy Crash, his name's Daniel. Oh, but we call him Crash.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, this is the...
1: He says... He sent me this email, and it said, hey, hey, Eric, check this out. I'm not sure about it, but it it's interesting. And he forwarded me this from the Lost Art Press by Christopher Schwartz. Now, I don't know what the Lost Art Press is, but I thought that this was interesting. You want to... Uh, yeah,
2: I'll give you the intro. How about that? Or, yeah, let me try this. Well, this ought to be good. It's thought-provoking. Furniture maker, Phil Lowe. Once showed me two 55-gallon barrels filled with clear stuff that looked like sand. Those are huge. Yeah, about that big. 55-gallon. Yeah, yeah. that would be heavy if it was filled with sand. He got the barrels from a factory that made gummy bears. Oh, wow, this is taking a turn. I think he said the factory went out of business. Anyway, he used the stuff in the barrels, which was...
1: Food-grade gelatin.
2: That's right. To make his hide glue, yeah, wow, since that day, I've had the following stuck in my head, <laughs> gummy bears equals hide glue. it's true, that's a fact, and so gelatin. does gelatin,
1: so does jello,
2: oh man, it's, it's, it's hide glue charity, hide glue today, oh man, he went out, went way out there today, I decided to see if I could reverse engineer the process and turn. Gummy bears into hide glue.
1: Yeah. Let me read some of this. Take it. I bought a package of Haribo gold bears gummy bears from the gas station up the block from Roy <laughs> Underhill School, and I put them in a cup with a little water and put the cup into this hot hide glue pot. Okay. An hour later, the bears had melted and stirred like thin hide glue. I might have added a little too much water. Gummy bears are not just pure gelatin, of course. They have a yeah. lot of sugar and other stuff in them. But despite all this negative information running through my head, I had a question. Will it stick? Yeah, there you go. Stay so I painted it. some gummy glue, uh, gummy <laughs> bear residue on a piece of poplar and performed a rub joint. The glue tacked right up with some nice pink squeeze-out.
2: <laughs> yeah, after yeah. 10
1: minutes, the stuff gelled up. The joint wow. looks promising. I'll let it sit overnight to see how strong it is. Let the jokes begin That's from Christopher Schwartz Hey, he did us a service I don't know Now, it is true that um, gelatin is basically Hide glue is just gelatin It would have to be, huh? And uh, I don't recommend making your hide glue from gummy bears But I do know that you could buy unflavored plain gelatin Like Knox gelatin Yeah
2: At at the grocery store And uh,
1: it's basically hide glue
2: yeah, and you wouldn't need fifty-five gallons of no. it. No,
1: but it—it's actually a, a way more expensive way to get hide glue. I would recommend yeah. just buying
2: uh, hide glue. Yeah, hide glue. Yeah. You know. That's a long ways around, but it's cool. See, he did kind of the the double headed arrow science for us.
1: Yeah, it's funny,
2: and I mean, it looks promising.
1: Making uh, making hide glue from gummy bears. Why not?
2: No, that's great. Well, it got me thinking about hide
1: glue, and so I was looking at one of my favorite resources, which is frets.com. Oh, okay, yeah. Frank Ford, renowned luthier and repairman there. Okay. Wrote a little bit about hide glue that I wanted to read. I won't read the whole thing. I just wanted to share a little bit of it. But Yeah, please do. Um, just some instructions on, you know, it, because I know a lot of people that listen to this show have not taken the plunge. I know that a lot of the people that listen to the show still just use tight bond for everything.
2: You need to open up yeah.
1: people. Check out hide glue. Yeah. You can get into it. It's not as daunting as you think it is. Dip a toe I, in at least. It really has the best characteristics for stringed instrument work. Okay? Um because the aliphatic resin, the wood you know, tight bond and the yellow glues like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they form to uh a bond that's almost a little a little bit like a rubber gasket, yeah. Right, yeah. That's and, an uh, important way to understand. that. That's yeah. a tone killing thing. So if you imagine you're gluing on the bridge on an acoustic guitar, well, hide glue dries glass hard.
2: Yeah, crystals, man.
1: Yeah, and tight bond still is no. Yeah, it's, it's a gasket. It's, it's like a Gummy gasket Makes you right? feel yucky So I really recommend Hide glue For a myriad of reasons But that's The most important one But let's see What Frank Ford says Yeah Frank Ford says You mix your dry glue With cold water And allow it to be Fully absorbed it Takes about an hour You heat it In a glue pot Or a double boiler To 145 Degrees Fahrenheit For those of you In uh yeah, Sydney
2: Sydney. Anywhere, anywhere but here, but what ifs?
1: And stir gently until mixture is smooth and clear. I bet Nat could tell me what 145 degrees Fahrenheit is <laughs> in Celsius. <laughs> in
2: Celsius. Oh gosh. I'll let you think about it while no, I No, I'd have to do nine fifths really quick and subtract eighteen or whatever. Oh my god. I'm out. The glue must be heated for use, but it does
1: keep for several weeks covered in the refrigerator. You discard it if you notice it with a bad odor or mold or any other contamination. To avoid loss of strength, you don't heat the glue for long periods or above 145 degrees. It's like caramel. Yeah. So you have to, you run it with a thermometer, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've got a digital one and I've got also like some kind of candy thermometer or a meat thermometer. I don't know where I got it, but yeah. uh. Anyway, I'll go I'll go forward here a little bit. Hide glue, it sets initially by gelling as it cools. So you use it hot, and as it cools, it gels. It further hardens entirely by evaporation, and this process is also totally reversible. So you could wet it and reheat it, and that'll bring it back to its original usefulness. Yeah. Although it is not really practical in most cases once it's applied to wood, because wood the wood absorbs it a little bit, right? Yeah, so well. will. Well, if the joint doesn't go together in time, you can wash off gelled glue with water and start over. But once the glue has formed a skin or reaches the consistency of tapioca, it's too late to apply clamping pressure. So you have to work with it fast while it's hot. Uh, because it sets as it gels on, upon cooling, hide glue can be used for... Rubbed joints where maximum strength is not required. Patches or cleats used to reinforce repaired cracks may be held in place by hand. You just press hard, hmm. and as the glue cools, the cleat will be held in place by the gelled glue, and the glue shrinks as it dries.
0: Oh. And
1: so that draws the joint closer and tighter, and will have sufficient strength in most cases. I'm right?
2: pretty well persuaded this is about ideal. It really is a... F-
0: The
1: ideal instrument glue. Yeah, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down here. You can thin it with water to uh, uh, make it a little more viscous, but it will reduce the strength of the glue joint. Yeah. Wood surfaces, of course, must be well-fitted and clean. Ideally, your gluing surfaces are prepared the same day to avoid the effects of
2: oxidation. On the wood? Yeah, sure. Oh, Yep. Like a browned apple, huh? Something like that. <coughs> hide, Maybe not. Hide glue
1: okay. is derived from the collagen found in animal hides. It's very similar to the gelatin we eat and is non-toxic. In the United States, edible gelatin is made from pork skins, and hide glue is f- made from beef hides. Wow. This is according to Frank Ford. What about so, the hooves? I don't know. So those uh, gummy bears were probably... Pork skin, yeah. Based, they're not vegan, man. I wonder how many vegans eat gummy bears. And None look, of them don't know. I don't eat them. Well, those are kind of—they're kind of weird. My kids love those crazy fruit snacks. You know those fruit snacks?
2: Yeah, they're not right. It's, we I decided they're okay to give to kids. I know. It's, no, they're not right. I know. But you will tell them that. Yeah, it's too late. Let's throw a fin Fruit.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that. Mm-hmm. I do try to feed them also and <laughs> fruit. Know. Like fruit is a snack. Fruit yeah. already was a snack.
2: I know it's nature's candy, people. It really is. But that's fruitless. <laughs> <laughs> they are fruit
1: snacks are fruitless. <laughs> they I are. I dehydrate a lot of the produce I uh, grow and try to make them eat that. I dehydrate pears. And have you ever had a dehydrated pear? No. And the sugar content is so high, and they so they kind of like caramelize. What have I had? I've had your raisins. Oh, oh. they're so good. Oh yeah, I'm. God, I made so many. I have like a... <laughs> you like a fruitery. I have like a gallon size Ziploc full of homemade raisins right now, and my kids won't eat them.
2: What? They got they, sick of them?
1: They don't like them. They're like, yeah.
2: Dad, these don't taste like the raisins from the store. No, they're not like store-bought deals. Yeah, I'm like, no,
1: they're way better.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a tough situation, these right. kids. Back to... Uh, glue. Hide, hide, hide glue here. It's made out of... Gummy bears are pork. You're saying <laughs> you're uh, ruined. When oh, this yeah. so sad for so those when, people. When you're mixing your
1: hide glue with water, you want equal weights of hide glue and water. That's handy. Typically, yeah. Um, you can you can also go by volume, but I guess weight is a little more accurate. Hmm. Um, I typically just I'll just mix up like a tiny bit. And I have like a little teaspoon that I, that's just sitting in my hide glue jar. And I'll just, I'll do volume because I know what it needs to look like once it's to temperature and -hmm. what you want. Mm -hmm. Cause like I use it, I use these little disposable paint brushes that I get at Harbor Freight with metal handles. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you get the glue on your brush and kind of lift it out of the jar, you want to see a steady, consistent stream. You don't want it dripping off, and you don't want it just running off. You want a very consistent stream. That's your visual signal. Yes, I can tell by the consistency of the glue if I've got the mixture right, or if I need to add a little more water, or if I need to add a little bit more hide glue crystals. But if you do it by weight, I guess it's, it's more accurate. And I say that, but that's not what I do. No, that's all right. Uh, when it's when you clamp it up, thick liquid glue should squeeze out all around. If the squeeze out is crumbly, or you know, gelled, mm-hmm. or it has the texture of cottage cheese, then the joint may not have been clamped in time.
2: How so you long? Have to, you have do to work have fast.
1: Seconds. You have to work fast, and it helps. I think to heat up. The parts that you're gluing. The so material. Like, so I'll heat, if I'm gluing a bridge, I'll heat up the bridge in the the top a little bit. You don't want to go overboard because you can damage things, but...
2: With a little what? Just warm
1: them up. Heat, uh, heat I have a heat gun. Oh. Yeah, I have a heat
2: gun that I use. Oh. Yeah. Just zap it a little bit with the yeah. old hairdryer thing. Yep.
1: Yeah. Excess glue should be washed off of finished surfaces to avoid chipping the finish as the glue dries and shrinks. Yeah. Hide glue cures entirely by evaporation. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so it's it's good to be aware that um, water is absorbed into the workpiece as the glue dries, as the glue evaporates. Right, so like things can distort, necks can take on a back bow, you know, joints they they'll they swell up when glued. So. They have to be allowed to dry completely before leveling to avoid sunken areas around the glue joint.
2: Because of the water content.
1: Yeah, because of the, yeah, sure. Old hide glue joints that have become unglued can be restored by adding more hot hide glue. The heat and the moisture will reactivate the old glue on the joint surfaces and the new joint. Maybe nearly as strong as the original. Well, there's another big bullet point right there. That's what I was just gonna say. That's the other huge thing. Mm-hmm. Not only is it better for tone transfer, but uh, new hide glue works very well with old hide glue. You don't have to be um, overzealous about cleaning. Yeah. Where with if you try to glue something with tight bond that's already been glued with tight bond. You've got to get every little molecule of tight bond off of there because it just won't stick.
2: Man, I tell you, people.
1: So, I'm coming around to this stuff. That is my spiel about hide glue for this episode. I know I've touched on it many a times, but that was good to have the
2: kind of encyclopedic version of here's hide glue, let's well, that's, talk.
1: Yeah, and this is, for, you know, most of this I've I got off of... Uh, Frank Ford's website, frets dot com, which is a huge website with <laughs> It's vast. It's vast and there's corners of it that you that are hard to even find and it's one of these websites that, you know it got put up and compiled in the nineties and it's just yeah. it has the look and feel of oh, we- dancing web- bananas and- websites of yesteryear. Yeah. Oh. But it's full of great information. Oh, well, I yeah. bet. I'm I glad
2: you brought some out to the light. Yeah, I don't
1: think there was any dancing bananas. but oh, that's too bad. But there's a lot of scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> Epic scroll. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the days. That does it for the show. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you in January of 2023. If you want to participate in the show, and you should... Go to my website. That's ericdaw.com, E-R-I-C-D-A-W.com. Click on the contact link and send in your question there or comment. Comments are good. We'll use it as part of the show. The other way to do it is call or text 757-774-8482. Thanks. Happy uh, Christmas. Yeah. We'll talk to you after the holidays, y'all. Mm-hmm.